can we also call out because this is this is something that will certainly uh, be near and dear to a lot of our listeners' hearts. Okay, we talk about the 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 high school football fundraisers that uh, inevitably come knocking at your door. Every, oh yeah, every every August. Uh, August. Shoot, or sometimes they come earlier some, than sometimes that. Sometimes in like May, like they're doing <laughs> yeah. like right before like during spring, spring ball. Yeah, they're doing spring ball and they're trying to sell you a coupon card. And yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm a sucker. Uh, I've bought them. So I have, I have actually not. And the reason I've done it is I've been able to couch it in like journalistic integrity. Ooh. It's like, oh, I can't give ten dollars to this high school because then I have to give ten dollars. To every, every high, high school, school. Yeah. you see how that works. Yes, it's um, a, a good point. Uh, although I did, this is one hundred percent true. Uh, I bought. I, I got. I, I had to like call out the Longview um, ISD PR lady, who is wonderful. When we were out there for football day, Texas football days, um, they were selling shirts, and <laughs> it's around here somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it's a, it's a great shirt. It was like their green out, or, or you know, or something like that. Oh yeah, for yeah, the yeah, big yeah. Game, for the game against Lufkin. The shirts were like ten bucks, mm-hmm. and so I said, "Okay, cool, I'll buy this shirt." <laughs> so I bought the shirt because I wanted it for the for the swag shrine, mm-hmm. legitimately. So then they're like, "We need to po- you need to pose the picture," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I guess I will." And then I start thinking about like, "Ah, oh, crap!" Mm-hmm. Like coaches are going to get wind that like Tepper's a freaking ATM all of a sudden. Yes. <laughs> We get our ten bucks from him. Uh-huh. Please That's just right. send us your shirts for free, coaches. Yeah. Yeah. We like free stuff. We here. like free stuff. Yeah. No, we I will. bought one for Foster Ridge, but I couched it because my daughter went to school there, so I feel like you're I, already paying. I have an exception. That's yeah. true. Now yeah. that she graduates this year, I can probably. Well, I was going to say, yeah, Brent Homan warns that's just all year when you have kids, so get ready for yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like <laughs> then the donations start when they go to college. Then you're really oh making gosh. donations. I know. Hmm, so rough. have fun, Tepper. Yeah. So you are. Um, you're going to uh, Canada tomorrow. Canada. I am going to Canada tomorrow. But yes. at the same time, this is how committed to this to, to, to high school football oh, this boy. man is. Don't, this don't man, make my wife mad, this please. He's going to Canada, okay, to visit his wife for her birthday, and yet will still make sure he gets all of the high school football first-round playoff matchups up in a timely way. Well, that's because before I walked in yesterday, on Tuesday for Tep and stuff, you, like, shoved me against the wall and said, you better get those brackets up. I, yeah, I took yeah. it by the collar. Don't look at me in the and I, look, Don't look at me in the yeah. Look at my feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> since you are easily. Me up that's a story that checks out since you are easily the biggest person here. Of course. whip all yes. of our butts. Yes, that <laughs> definitely, that definitely checks wall. out because uh, I definitely am not, like, you don't have, like, a six-inch reach on me. I wonder how... <laughs> Yeah, how like you probably got to reach on me, right? Definitely. You're not. You got. You got to think you're like a little guy. You're, I'm, you're tall. I'm not. I'm six. I'm like a little under six one. Yeah. But you are. You are long. You've got. You know, like coaches would like if you were being a prospect, yeah. people would talk about like that. You've got good length. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Gabe Brooks and Greg Powers would probably. I'd be like a half star or quarter star yeah, but, but yeah. the one thing you would have not very quick twitch would not be very like would twitchy. be like length that once you extend your arms yeah. you've got the good arm length yeah. Yeah. um that's uh yeah you don't have like the tyrannosaurus arms no no like that. Thank, thankfully that would yes. be weird no yes i will do that yes because i am committed to the cause and i have a very understanding wife who you do who has said I, who has granted me 2 hours per day to work thanks mrs step yeah on we saturday and sunday and monday we'll keep paying uh. maybe We'll see how he does this weekend. Thank you. <laughs> Hit the theme, Expo. <laughs> the Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! 
From the Dave Campbell's yeah, Texas Football Mothership here in Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show celebrating its 659th episode. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, making a sound good today, celebrating his 40th birthday. Happy birthday to Cisco. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Just gonna let that hang. I, mean, nobody, I, I was gonna nobody make wants a reference. to say it. Nobody wants to say it. It's fine. No, I'll no, go, no. Uh, you know, we're we're all, no, no, no. We're all it. thinking it. Just okay. let it go. We're all thinking it. Okay. We're all thinking it. <laughs> and Max won't tell us. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Sit- gonna, I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. And sitting to my right, the <laughs> unnecessary screaming to my Gus Johnson, our West African <laughs> prince. It's Ishmael Johnson. How you doing, man? Uh, it's good to see you, Ish. Good to see you. And we're running three wide today. Man. I like it. Sitting also to my right. You know him, you love him, he is internet sensation and Texas high school football insider, Matt Stepp. Hello, Matthew. Greg, Ish, how are y'all? Wonderful. Thanks for joining us. Got to hang out with Ish last night, we had a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to get into that in a moment while we're we're in it. So, today is Friday, November 9th, 2018, 13 days until the best day of the year. Episode 659, 659, Ricky Lede's OPS in his Lester's Texas career. I believe that is both an Orioles great and a Red Sox great? Did he? Yeah, for a minute, right? Through, right? Uh, I got to look this up. I'm sorry. He played, for, he played for everyone for a while at the end. That's got to be, right? Okay. Quite the journeyman. I don't. Boy, you know what? I'm wrong on both I counts. I don't think so. I'm wrong on both counts. Yeah, no. Yankees, Indians, Yankees Rangers. for sure. Yeah. Yankees, Indians, Rangers, Phillies, Giants, Dodgers, and Mets. Jeez. Wow, yeah, swing like, and a miss. I feel like the Brewers should have been in there somewhere. We're gonna miss. He's no Sam Horn, right, Max? He was traded for David Segui. Don't try to bond with me. <laughs> he was traded for David Segui and Alfredo Simon. Uh, David anyway, Segui is a former Oriole. That is true. On today's show, guys, it's Mailbag Friday. We are answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, food, all that good stuff. Ask your questions down below in the comments on Facebook. We will get to as many as we can. We have a hard out. You know what? We started a little bit late. We'll go till 12.50 today. Yeah, if Step needs to leave, he can leave. That's We're good. Okay. That's fine. Okay, twelve fifty. It's Friday. He quit his job. That's fine. Twelve fifty. We'll go till twelve fifty uh, today. So get your comments in for Mailbag Friday. But first, we have a little bit of business to attend to. Well, we do. What are we doing first? Whatever you want, man. Okay. It's your world, Greg. Let's do Player of the Week. Okay. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mister Texas Football Player of the Week. Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon on TexasFootball.com, we announce 10 candidates for that week's awards uh, based on the previous week's on-field performance. Voting closes at noon each Friday with the winner being announced shortly thereafter. This is that shortly thereafter. The Week 10 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... Rio Hondo running back Daniel Vasquez. 384 yards and four touchdowns on just 19 carries for Rio Hondo running back Daniel Vasquez. Congratulations to all the nominees. John Tyler, wide receiver Keandre Street. Houston North Forest, wide receiver Demond Demas. Uh, Lockhart running back Daquan Ellis. 
Ellison, rather, Denton running back Zylon Posey, Detroit running back Joel Henson, Lyndon Kildare running back Ladavian Johnson, Mission Veterans Memorial quarterback Landry Gilpin, Bay City quarterback Dylan Davidson, and Pittsburgh defensive back Keontae Burns. But a very special congratulations to the Week 10 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, Rio Hondo running back Daniel Vasquez. Very well deserved. It's the second time for Rio Hondo this That's year. Yeah, it is. Representing Josiah Ortega. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have the greatest haircuts on their offensive line ever. <laughs> Oh, they got that. The, the guy, guy with the, the rat tail and the uh, guy with the mullet. The mullet. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty, pretty, pretty great. Tremendous. There's somebody walking around our office that I don't know. Yeah, getting the tour. Yeah. I think she's just going to come in here. Let's just all stare at her. Let's just all stare at her and be like, well, let's move on. <laughs> Business. We have we have an adoring public to take care of. Uh, <laughs> Temper's creeping her out. Give her the side eye. Yeah. Dave Campbell, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Dairy Max are proud to team up to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for the Dairy Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week. And let fans decide via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Year decided at year's end. The Week 10 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week is... Sudan defensive coordinator Eric Edwards. Mm, the Hornets. The Hornets swarmed planes in a 54-13 win, holding the Cowboys to 152 total yards and picking off a pair of passes to move to 9-0 and on the year. One of the quietest 9-0s yeah. in the yeah, state. I think we said that on Tepin staff. We, that, like, we haven't mentioned Sudan at all. I mean, it's, 9-0. Like, it's like them, Woodsboro. There's a few more that are like super quiet 10 and, like 9-0s. And big game by the way, for Sudan this week. Yeah, they got a... Farwell. Yeah, Farwell. It's a big game. Big game. But congratulations to all the nominees. Austin Hyde, defensive coordinator, Bernard Riley. Baytown Lee, offensive coordinator, Dwayne Nunez. And Van Alstine, defensive coordinator, J.C. Guerrero. But a very special congratulations to the Week 10, built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week, Sudan defensive coordinator, Eric Edwards. Very well-deserved. The Dave Campbell's Texas football crew is going to be out at a game tonight. They will be out at... He pulls it up. Argyle and Salina. Mm, Come out to Salina. Big game. Uh, that is, of course, a traditional power in Salina going up against a 4A Division one frontrunner in Argyle. Unbeaten Argyle. Do not miss this game. If you're going to be anywhere near the Salina area, uh, make sure you go out there and make sure you say hi to our friends uh, of Dave Campbell's Texas football and our partners, Body Armor, Texas Army National Guard, Takis, In-N-Out, and Main Event. Come party with us in Salina, the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. Uh, there will be a guy named uh, Robel. Right, Robel will be there? I don't know. Maybe. I think Kendall will be there. Kendall Leave be Kendall there. alone. Yeah, don't talk to Kendall's Kendall. A, Kendall's a, a sweet flower. Do not, do, not, do, not, do not bother her. Who will murder you if you Oh, she's a wrong. murderous flower, yeah. but a sweet <laughs> flower. Uh, do not bother her. But make sure you go and say hi to our sponsors out there at the Argyle and Salina game. Body Armor, Texas Army National Guard, Takis, In-N-Out, and Main Event. I have a Honda read, That's too, right. Let's I? go. <sighs> Let me find it. Helpful. <laughs> Helpful Honda. Thank you. I know, what it, I know what it is. They're they, were at, they were at DeSoto Cedar yeah, last they, night. They're doing a two for this week. Exactly. Man. Thank you. And where Honda. will they be tonight? Dave Greg? Campbell's Texas football has teamed up with the North Texas Honda dealers to shine a light on influential individuals who are helpful in their local community. And last night, they were out at the DeSoto Cedar Hill game honoring Abe Cooper. And tonight, they'll be at the Louisville and Marcus game oh. honoring Jim Walker and Larry and Reggie, or Gary and Reggie Watson. Uh, for as uh, community helpers, be sure to be on the lookout for the helpful Honda team, and you might get a random act of helpfulness. Thanks to our friends at North Texas Honda. Am dealers. I eligible for that? I'll be at Louisville Marcus no, tonight. No, not it. eligible. You're not. Right. You're not a helpful. 
No. You're not, very, you're not as helpful as a North Texas haunted house. Absolutely That's for not. darn sure. No. Finally, the Visit Midland game of the week. The best Ooh. game of the year. Wait, it's easily, like, the other games are good. Yeah. This one's like, this was when we were figuring out what the Midland Spotlight games were before the season, it's like, is uh, well, duh. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> Midland, Lee, and Odessa Permian. Uh, you get much better than that. You don't need any explanation for this. This is a blood rivalry. Two teams that do not like each other very not much, not sending each other Christmas cards. Um, great game. You wrote about it on TexasFootball.com. It's for the district title in the Little Southwest Conference. Big game doesn't get any bigger than that. Uh, but if you're, if you've, you know, we get, I, I don't, I'm sure you get these tweets and emails too. Uh, an issue might as well. Uh, about people saying, hey, I'm coming into Texas, and I want to get the Texas high school football experience, mm-hmm. right? You know, where, where should I go this week? Go to Midland Elite and, and Odessa It doesn't Permian. get much more than that. I mean, especially if you watch the movie Friday Night Lights and the, know the rivalry. Yeah. It is. Booby Miles, you're from Midland. It is awesome. You're from Midland. So yeah. go out there uh, and, and spend the weekend there. Make it a weekend out there. Lots of great Midland. restaurants in Midland. Uh, great restaurants, good place to stay, good stuff to do. Uh, fantastic. Make itself a, a weekend out there in the beautiful Permian Basin. Uh, it's our Visit Midland Spotlight Game of the Week. Te- uh, check it out at TexasFootball.com. So visit Midland for more information. You did a great job, Greg. Thanks, we did it. We are Texas Football Yay. Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. That woman just doesn't seem trustworthy. <laughs> walking around. But you know what it is? She's walking with our boss. Yeah. and She's talking about firing all of us, I think. And, and our boss. Said, she, you could just be just like slandering someone from exec. Like just absolutely. <laughs> who can yeah, like. Just like just who wields your future on her finger. Yeah. Just like. yeah. I'm willing to make that risk. <laughs> I'm willing to take that risk. Not really. Uh, please don't fire me, whoever you are. Um, please fire him. Okay. It's Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions on Facebook. Ask questions down below. Uh, get them in high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, playoff projections. Uh, uh, romance, travel, <laughs> food, anything you want. We're answering your questions right. for the next 35 or so minutes. But before we get to that, while, we're, while, while Max is loading up questions. Oh, we got plenty. Don't worry. I oh, want to hear about last night, Arlington and Arlington Lamar. Whew. It's a fun game. Good, great crowd. I mean, even with the rain. Yeah, actually, and they really stuck around too. It came yeah. down like in the first quarter, about second quarter. Yeah, and then it kind of there would be periods where it would just it would the rain would come down. It was a deluge. The and wind. They were. They howling. stuck it out. They were there. The Both whole student time. sections get a lot of credit. They hung out. They stuck it out. Did they, that's awesome. Lamar student section. I think right about four minutes left, and it was a two score game. Yeah. They're like, all right, we're good. We're yeah. out of here. But they stuck around. They were loud. It was a a fun atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, the headline, you know, though, I mean. Lamar's defense for a half shut Arlington down. You know what? Down. I was following you guys on Twitter, and that yeah. seemed like it seemed like okay, they are like they're the dominant force, and that's why I picked Lamar. I thought okay, the defense is going to win. The both game. quarterbacks yeah. really struggled to throw the ball in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the rain had a lot to do with rain it. Rain had a lot to do with but it. But both defenses played well. Right, right, and then obviously Jahari Rogers show in the second half or uh, sec- uh, second quarter really. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, then, he he just turned on. He he has a different gear. Yeah, that ninety-two yard touchdown run. He hit a hit a gear, and we all in the press box. It was like a yeah, a universal. Hit, whoa, yeah, it was know? like it was a couple safeties had good angles on him, and uh-huh. the linebacker and he just hit that second level and was gone. Like it suddenly, was, it wasn't a good angle. Right, it correct. Was, it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But Lamar, you know, the first half they they led ten seven at halftime. They had a block punt, and came, they had two trips in the red zone come up empty. Mm-hmm. And I think that was kind of their opportunity there. They missed a field goal, then threw an interception, and just had a chance to put a big lead on Arlington. They couldn't do it. And Arlington in the second half really did well. Those two really good teams. I think those are two teams that are going to be around past Thanksgiving. Well, oh, and, yeah. and I'll tell you that, that now you take a look at the 6A Division II bracket, especially in Region 1, um, based on the results last night, 
you got to feel like Cedar Hill and Arlington maybe on a collision course. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, I, I mean Cedar Hill. What do, what do you make of them? I mean, <laughs> I have no idea, man. They yeah. are the they, they, they are. have they have officially replaced Waco Conley as the most baffling team in the yeah. state. <laughs> and they they were ba- they were for a half, for a quarter were like, all right, Cedar Hill's down fourteen nothing, man. Here comes DeSoto. Then they outscored them thirty two to three in the last three quarters. So okay, they got two safeties. Credit to Cedar Hill. Yeah, man, that was a nice. Well, win the for them. one thing I'll say about Cedar Hill, and one thing I I feel very good about about Cedar Hill, mm-hmm. I think their defense is underrated. Oh, it's mm-hmm. really good. I think that defense is really good. And when you go back to those Joey McGuire coach teams, like when they were winning titles, yes, they had Demarcus Lodge, and yes, they had Justin McMillan. They had these stars, right? They had um, uh, golly, the running back at USC now. Um, oh, um, Akacedric Ware. Akacedric Ware. They had yeah. guys like that. They always had those offensive guys, but the defense was legit every single year. And this is a this might be their best defense. It's really, really, really good. good. It's really good. So, uh, big Thursday night action. And congrats to Cy Ranch, uh, District Champs. Big win over yeah. Tom Ball Memorial. Uh, that was but any other Thursday night action? Really? Uh, didn't Ryan over Birdville. Yeah, that was another one. Birdville wow. jumped out quick. 14 like, nothing. I go, yeah. oh, crap. And then... Yeah, you look down, down at my phone. I was like, oh. Woke up. 35 14 and a half. Yeah. It's like, okay. Got a text from uh, Dave Hennigan actually about an hour ago that they're, they're going to play uh, Brewer uh, Thursday night at CH Collins to open the playoffs. How about that? So yeah. we're going to get. Boy, that's a good coaching matchup. Peterman and Hennigan, yeah. Peterman, Peterman and Hennigan. Yeah. That'll be a fun game. Let's go to Max Thompson for Mailbag Friday. Woo. Oh, my God. Oh, mic is off. There Sorry, oh, turned it off. I had to fix the camera and I forgot to turn it back on. Uh. Well, we're going to start off. We had a ton of questions. We're going to start off the top. Uh, we're going to come back to that question we started with or finished with yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and this will be in the second one, too. Number one from Bill D. Ball Jr. He went to the Plano West Allen game last night and said uh, at one point he felt like it was morally wrong <laughs> to have those teams playing each other. Uh, he asked us yesterday, but since we got step here, now we got the whole panel. He goes, how do you rebuild a program that is as broken as Plano West? McKinney High, McKinney Boyd, and Prosper seem to be getting better each year. The rebuilding task does not get any easier. What can the UIL do? In big cities, could there be a special district for schools like this? Could the UIL move a school down a division after multiple years without a win? I want to start this conversation with a, a caveat, which is that the UIL is not going to get involved. Yeah. There's yeah. not a UIL issue. Plano, Plano ISD has got to figure it out. Yeah. Now, for a couple of years, remember, Plano ISD was like real down, like mm-hmm. just flat out bad. All three of them, Plano, Plano East, and Plano West. Plano East has had a, 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 a comeback year. They've yeah, been pretty looking solid. At, looking at 8-2. and two. Looking pretty good. Uh, Plano, I think, has been a, a, a pleasant surprise as well. Yeah, they've had, Plano some weeks looks great and some weeks looks bad. They're, they're kind of – they need some help to get into the playoffs tonight. But Plano they're West – competitive. But Plano West – the point is well taken. Plano West is the second largest school in the state. And they've, they've lost – And they're 0-9. 30 games in a row now. They are – Something like that. Struggling. They're riding the struggle bus real bad. And – and, and the biggest thing is, first of all, I hope that this will quiet down the people who think that enrollment automatically means greatness. It's like, Allen is Allen's huge, yes. Nobody denies that. But Allen is also a very an, an exceptionally well-run football program. It is. So that is that that oh, that outweighs. There are a lot of bad football programs that have more than thirty-five hundred students. So, how do you fix it? Um, I don't know. Uh, I think that right now the the way that the because um, that is not an open enrollment district that is no. it is, no. is is divided there and so right now it just so happens that the better talent and the more consistent talent is is on the east side of town uh, and I suppose what uh, players on the north side of town yeah I think so yeah yeah I think it's just a matter of you got to build it from you got to start 
this freshman level and try to build it, it, but it's hard in Plano because of their setup. Yeah. Plano ISD has a really weird setup where they have the high school and the senior high. Mm-hmm. So where in most places you can build from the junior high up. A lot of times in the Plano ISD, if, you, if you've got a bad crew, you can't, you know, a lower talented group of sophomores and juniors, you can't build them until they're sophomores or juniors. So they're a couple of years behind already. Look at this photo. So I'm sorry, this is a this oh. is a theater of mind. This is a funny photo. He's like, oh, look at that guy. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so I, 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 I think point. it's going to be a tough. <laughs> it's it's a t- long haul for Plano West. It right is. Here. It is. They were more competitive this year, but it's still it a, is, a long way to you're go. You're exactly right. And if you talk to coaches. To a, a man, lot of them don't like the setup. It's to tough. a man, they'll tell you that it's got to start. Like the reason that South Lake Carroll always looks the same every single year, and the reason they are so consistently good is that those kids are running that system mm-hmm. since they're in fourth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a relationship with the middle schools, and they have a relationship with the Pee Wee teams. Yep. That I'll always go back to when Kenny Hill started that first game for A and M, and it was on the road on Thursday night mm-hmm. at South Carolina. South Carolina. And and South Carolina came in and it was Will Must it was supposed to be Will Muschamp's big year and he carved them up and everyone was like oh my gosh look at this Kenny Hill guy and I think all of us were probably sitting here being like yeah he's running the same offense he's been running since he was eight yeah. these are easy reads for him and and so that's where it's got to start and I think that you want to talk about a program that has it right is Allen. Allen does have the system where you're moving up, you're moving up, you're moving up, you're running the same system, and you have the same expectation. Level. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's where it's got to start. Yeah. As far as UIL putting a bigger school in a smaller, I don't, that'll never happen. No, they won't. No. The only way that they'll they'll adjust as far as where you are, depending on your alignment, uh, depending on your enrollment, is with the two private schools of Strake and, and, and uh, Dallas Jesuit, they both have to play at 6A no matter what. That's part of their agreement with the UIL. And magnet schools with no attendance zones. Magnet schools with no attendance zone. Or if you request up. that There are some schools that, because of travel, like they may be a 4A team, but they say, we want to be with the rest of our district. We want to be 5A. In any case, that's a long answer to a short question. <laughs> What's next, Max? <laughs> it, was, it was a long question. It's all right. Uh Second question from yesterday that we need to follow up on. Miziel asked, uh, are there any districts – this is better because Steps here because I know he'll know a few more off the top of his head. Are there any districts remaining where not a single playoff spot has been clinched or just one playoff spot clinched? There are definitely some that one have been clinched. Um, 16, 6A, Spring Westfield, yeah. but everybody else, there's still some – no one else has clinched yeah. in that district. Um, let me see. I, I believe – if you go down to oh, wow, yeah, the Craigway, if you go down to the Craigway yeah. Memorial District, thirteen five A Division Two, Glenn's clinched. Right, Glenn is in, but, but then else. Eastview, Brenham, Bastrop, Elgin, and then I believe Cedar Creek are still all in it. And there's a chance Marble Falls, Marble Falls yeah, is in Falls. it too. The only team that's out, there's one team that's in, uh, that's Glenn, right. and there's one team that's out, and that's Weiss. Yeah, uh, but yeah. yes, that, those would be the ones that immediately spring to and mind. Do you want me to pick out the playoff? If- Try to Jeez. pick out the playoff teams out of that group. I have no idea. <laughs> Guys, it is, it is chaos. Absolute chaos in that district. I know 16-6A, we were looking at the possibility of a five-way tie. And with DeCaney beating Eisenhower last night, it's, there's probably going to be a five-way tie. Whew. And, by the way, I, I need to correct something that somebody rightly t- called me out on Twitter. Le- yesterday, while we were in the conversation with Adrian Mitchell from Klein Collins, uh, I said that they could go to Division One or Division Two. That's not true. They will go to Division Two. I was trying to do math on the fly. But they still have no idea okay. who they're playing. Mm-hmm. It could be any number of ten teams. Yes. Yeah, it's. It could be. It's crazy. Yeah, there's a couple of other districts. Sixteen six A is the one one that really jumped off the page at me. Is just Westfield and everybody else. It's it's a free for all still. What's next, Max? Uh, you caught me right as I was copying one. Hold Sorry, on. Bob. Hold on. Hold on. Hold ba, on. Ba, ba. 
all right. Rusty Nicks asks, how far will the Garrison Bulldogs make it in the playoffs? Um, I like Garrison. I think that this is a team. I mean, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, they're obviously winning their district. Um, I think when you take a look at Region Three there in Two A Division One, um, it's either them or probably Price Carlisle. Yeah, I mean, those are probably the two. Uh, Now, look, they will be if they get out of Region Three, they will be, I would say, sizable underdogs in a semifinal against a Region Four team: Shiner, Mason, Refurio. Um, any of those teams down there, or um, you know, team like Holland, underrated, I think. But uh, I think Tenaha is a team. It's about matchups in that region. Correct. Like I, I think Tenaha doesn't match up very well with Garrison or Joaquin, the yeah. power running teams. But I think Tenaha matches up well with Price Carlisle, who's a little more of a finesse, wide yeah. open type team. So I think it's going to come down to matchups. But and Garrison's Garrison's right in that mix, man. They could easily be one of the. They're, they're one of the two teams I think that could win the region. For and sure. another thing to keep an eye on. Uh, just something that's a little, just a little something. They're on a buy with this buy this week, and if it works out, the the week eleven buy I always have an odd relationship with. Boomer bust, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if you're Klein Collins and Isaiah Spiller got nicked up last week, and you just kind of need to get healthy. Yeah, yeah it kind of stinks. You don't know who you're playing, but at the same time, get healthy. Chill out, man. Mm-hmm. This works out. But if you, you know if you are if you're sitting in a position this week like um, uh, who like Colleen, right? Colleen. Uh, they're out of cards, and they are just kind of sitting. They're right. entirely at the mercy of whoever of, of how else things shake out in District Twelve Six A. So, what's next, Max? Brandon Ishii, Carthage Superfan, says he spent one hundred twenty dollars on Carthage playoff shirts last night. Brandon, I just you got to look. Playoff shirts are like what you use to clean up oil spills out there. You got to be you're, you're just got to save that money up for those state title shirts, right? Like, yeah, that's, playoff shirts. Yeah. Playoff that's like shirts, Carthage. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's like that's like a Tuesday. Like let's just you know that's like me having a I came to work today shirt. Right, come on, <laughs> like come on, it's a man. given, right? Yeah, the season like, started. Shirt. They rolled out of bed into the playoffs. <laughs> save, save some of that coin, my man. <laughs> Speaking of Carthage, Carthage is going to play Thursday night against Waxahachie Life in Lindale. Okay, that's too. Fun. So there's a little breaking news for you there. Yeah, okay, bad. sorry for Waxahachie. I saw Waxahachie Life first round playoff game against Crum a couple of years ago. Coppell. That's a weird brag, weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Rob Rob Grows asks, Will all of the Temple starters come down with the stomach ailment tonight? Uh, let's get Matt Steph's take on this. It's possible. So uh, Scott Stewart uh, played. I think he played both sides of it a little bit with the uh, with his quotes on record with mm-hmm. the Temple Daily Telegram. Which he said the right things that you know he's he doesn't play to you know what his quote was I don't lay up I, I don't, yeah. it's not my DNA to lay up so he tells me he wants to win the game but then he also said my priority is keeping my players healthy so I, here's the thing for me is yeah, that go for is Scott Stewart is not a BSer he is a guy no, who will shoot he's you straight, straight shooter, he's a straight yeah. shooter if he was going to if he was going to rest his guys and he was just saying he would come out and say oh no we're gonna rest our guys like yeah. we're done. Um, that halfway stuff is 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 hard to read, yeah. but I could I could see him playing his starters for a half and then and then seeing where the chips fall. Yeah, I could see that. I could see like and I and I you know what I wouldn't have a problem with that because I think if if uh, I could see as far as playing him for a half because I think he would do uh, that no matter right. what. Yes, I, I could see for yeah. a half, but I could see like you know eh, Jared Wiley's shoulder hurts this week. You know, like yeah. stuff oh, like I that. Think if anyone's or it's up, like probably not, playing. and right, yeah. like like key players just not playing. Yeah. Like he'll play most of. I feel like the starters mostly. Yeah. But then, like like you said, any type of Nick, yeah, you're not gonna play this. It week. was the same thing last night with Lamar. I was talking to Coach Delay before the game, 
and he was, you know, I asked him about his receiver, uh, Trayvon West. And he's like, oh, he practiced all week, but he's a little banged up, so we're going to sit him out. And he goes, if it was a playoff game, he'd play. He'd that's like, exactly right. Yeah. And, and that's something you're going to, you, we hear a lot during, during the season is like, if this game were a playoff game, he'd be in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next week's the playoffs, so we'll know exactly who's healthy enough to go next mm-hmm. week. Oh, and, and in some cases, maybe not. That if you have a, a game you feel really like okay about, like yeah. you're going to win without a guy. Rocky Morris from Goliad's one. I'm keeping an eye on to see if he plays. Yeah, we're in the see, first especially round. tonight against Yoakum, too. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. What's next, Max? I'm going to do a mid-show plug. We are officially doing a high school playoff pick'em with Woo! all of the TFT commenters. I've already gotten Woo! about 20 emails from folks. Oh, oh, Max.Thompson at texasfootball.com if you want to join i will send out email sunday with the rest and sign them up for any newsletters you please like. do not <laughs> do that <laughs> farmers only because i will make, i will make sure you lose the contest and, and everyone knows you're we in are here. by the way i i can tease this sign up and lose we, to ishmael johnson in your picks we yes. cannot yeah, right. we cannot announce the prize yet we're working on a good one we got something cooking though we're working on a good one okay. so yeah that? Uh, Jesus Mata asks, Daleon and San Saba, who wins? Armadillos! Oh, I'm into this. I'm, I'm, I'm bought in. Now, I will say this. This is the, this is the, um, the test, the for test sure. for me, is that, you know, they beat Crawford a couple weeks ago, and this is, I think this is a down Crawford team. Yeah, Delbert Kelm was actually right this year in his preview yeah. that he, when he sold his, finally were, sandbagged yeah. correctly. Uh, they're just a little bit down. Dillion is a team that I do think is better than their record indicates. Mm-hmm. They played a much tougher schedule. Played a very tough yeah. schedule. If San Saba goes and wins this game, uh, I'm willing to buy in on Armadillos. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm into it. I bought in last week with the win. I'm picking San Saba, but I definitely want to see how they react. If they get down, you know, seven nothing, fourteen nothing early in the game because they haven't been in that. They've won their closest games twenty seven points all year. Yeah. yeah. So you always wonder how a team when they get punched in the mouth or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's next, Max? Matt McSpadden, our man. Any thoughts on the I met Matt last week? Did you really? Nice. Yeah. At, uh, Heights and uh, Houston Heights and Bel Air, Texas nice. Matt. Yeah. Yeah, Texas Matt, we're calling that. Any thoughts on the Gidding at LaGrange game? Uh, a lot of thoughts, actually. Uh, you know, remember game. when Giddings was like the hot team? They were the hotness in up the down, state. Up and down since then. It's been, it's been weird because they had that one loss. Who did they lose to? Uh, lost to Navarro. Navarro. Yeah, Navarro. Yeah. Lost Navarro to Navarro. Lost to Navarro. Pretty bad, too, I think. Um, yeah, they got, I they got the break speed off of them. Uh, but that's their only loss in the year. Um, now. I think that LaGrange is probably the second best team they've seen this year. Yeah. And this LaGrange team they, the, the thing is this is a game that you'll just, that you can decide by pace because Giddings wants to get out and run. They want to get out and run and LaGrange wants to slow this thing down and play play defense. Giddings uh their their home run hitter running back has been out the last couple of weeks with a shoulder thing. Mm-hmm. Uh talked to Wade Griffin about it um actually on Monday about it uh and He's not sure if he's going to play this week. Um, he's hope you know he's kind of like kind of the same thing. If he's if he's not a hundred percent, we're not going to we're going to save yeah. him for the playoffs. So I think it's why you've seen Giddings' offense a little bit stuck in neutral because they haven't had that big play home run threat in the running game. No, I will say yeah, and the other, the other thing I'll say though is the difference between the top seed and the second seed in that region in region three is probably not as stark as in other places. Um, I mean, you're going to have to run a gauntlet anyway. You're going to run into Jasper eventually. You're going to run into West Orange Stark. You're going to run into Silsby. I think, well, you know what, though? If you look at it, I wonder if, if the second play. and I don't have the bracket in front of me, but I know West Orange Stark, Sweeney, and Jasper are all kind of at the top side of the bracket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of, the, uh, for lack of a better term, the dirty side of the bracket. Yeah. That's, that's the gauntlet there. What's next, Max? 
Misael Romero, our man, says plans update. Booked and prepaid a hotel because it's cheaper. Within walking distance, AT&T Stadium for the state championships. Quite Can't wait. My man, we will see you there. It's a way to do it. It's go, a way to do go it. Go to Texas Live and hang out. It's yeah. A it's walking distance, yeah, too. That new, the new venue makes it a lot easier to hang out around the stadium. Mm-hmm. Let us know where you're at. We'll come say hi for sure. Ishmael loves surprise hugs. Don't do this. That's terrible. This is a Max thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think of your own like language. I, like I will your... not steal Max. <laughs> no. I like the... that you're like not opposed to it, but only nah, directed at you. This, yeah, is right. like, this is like that <laughs> thing on, uh, on Parks. You're the new Jerry. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, Max? Brent Homan says, Step is the man. Brent Homan co-hosting this show on Monday for our all Veterans right. Day bracket reveal special. Matt Step's, just, Matt Step's just keeping your seat warm. Woo! That's all I'm doing. That's Brent Homan's going to be here. Brent, obviously a huge Graham fan, and he wants to know from the expert himself, Step, how far can Graham go? Their uh, playoff path got a little shaken up last night. Yeah, uh, with uh, Estacado uh, losing to Level A. Yeah. So I think we have a possible Graham Estacado you second round You know who's yeah. very happy about that? Matt Wilson. Oh, oh yeah, he, he, yeah, he flew out to Lubbock. He he went my own heart right I think there. Like, I think he's making a whole week because I think he's going to Tech and uh, oh, is he okay? Tech and Tech he's happened. He went out there. He's like, oh, I'm going to go to the district title game. He's like, yeah, yeah man, he's a level yeah. and alum. So I'll tell you right now. I mean, look, to me, this all depends on like that whole region depends on what you think of Glen Rose because the computers love Glen Rose. They think they're awesome. I am a mm, little bit lukewarm. On yeah, last year's playoff meltdown has I, me a little. I, I know. I'm just a little because they lost in first round. He got burned. Yeah, we got burned by him last year. So I, I am. I am just a guy who I. I I'm. I'm a little wait and see on that. Um, I see no reason why Graham, if they're right, and it sounds like they've gotten right. Um, Those young kids are starting. To, yeah, they're starting, starting to grow to up. Well. Um, I do think you put Level in that mix though. Levelands tip Greenwood, yeah, I like Greenwood. No one's talking about them, but I think Graham could easily win the region. I mean, yeah. that region oh, yeah. is very wide open. Wide open. Yeah. Graham is right there in that mix. I'll tell you, it's funny that if, if Estacado had won that game last night, I might have been like, I think they're the favorite. Yeah, but now I have a couple of questions. Playing Levelland a little earlier, kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's next, Max? Anyway, uh, our man Tony Venegas out in Odessa. Who gets the last playoff spot in District Two Six A, Midland or Odessa? Ah, uh, like yes. It. This is a. This is fun. Because this is a uh, this is a straight up play in game. The playoffs start tonight for Odessa and Midland. Winner, win, winners and loser air up the basketballs. I I'm going with Odessa. I like OHS too. Midland's defense scares me. They have been lit up more than once this yeah. year. Midland, and their quarterback's got the, one of the best names in the state, though. Sudden Sapien. Sudden Sapien. The UTSA yeah. committed. <laughs> offense has been. Offense has not been a problem. No, they scored points, but they defense have struggled is, to stop defense, people. That's the thing. This is also at Odessa. I think that helps too. I know it's just down the road, but um, I like I like Odessa to get that final if spot. If somehow Midland, I don't. I can't think of Midland or Midland Lee's bigger, but if Midland wins, that might send Midland Lee Division One. Um, do you have the enrollments in front? Let's of you? see. I do. So if Odessa, if Midland gets in. I know uh, Odessa goes Division One if they win, because the two Odessa schools. Odessa goes D one. Yeah. No, they're they no matter what both both okay, Midland and Odessa. So are the winner of this game gets to play El Paso Franklin in the first round in out, El Paso. out in El Paso. Yep. Mm. Uh, I like OHS. Yeah, I would say that. Watch out for Franklin. Go on. <laughs> Jacob Johns has thoughts on Madison Johnson tonight. You know what? I've heard some good things about Madison. I, I think too. Ma- you know Johnson early in the year struggled when when uh, Mike Chandler transferred to Judson. Uh, that they struggled a little bit to kind of find their footing. They've gotten it together towards the end of the year, um, but I like I think Madison Dante Higgins is a real playmaker. And this group of seniors, 
at Madison. There's a lot of three-year starters there. So, I like I like the Mavs. It's funny. We haven't really talked a ton about San Antonio this year. Um, I mean, we have, but like relative to other places, because it does seem like it's Judson and then a gap and yeah. then everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like normally that gap is filled by teams like Cibolo Steel yeah. or like, you Smith's know, Valley. Smith's and, and, Valley. and to be specific, we're talking about 6A because Wagner has been awesome. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. talked a lot about yeah. Wagner. Yeah. I'm Last about year, you know, he kind of, it, was, it was Judson and O'Connor. But there are yeah, yeah but there, exactly. Year, but there are two teams. There are two teams that are very interesting here. One is another very quiet undefeated is O'Connor. Mm-hmm. O'Connor's rolling along. And their defense has been great, and defense travels. Uh, the other is Madison, yeah. and, and those are two teams that if you're looking for sleep, the, the biggest problem for me is that both those are going D one. Yes, Madison's got a second round date with late Travis. Yes, probably. And so at that point, you're Unless running they into lose, and then Johnson gets the second round date. Yeah. Right. You're running into Lake Travis or Judson at some point, yeah. and at that point, they will be underdogs. But uh, I'd probably lean towards Madison in this one. I would, yeah, agree. What's next, Max? Ed McElroy, who emailed me this morning to join the Pick'em and easily has joined the top two or three question askers Golly. in our commenters. What players in 2A could start for Allen? Hmm. I think you could talk me into Armani Brown at a different position. Um, he ain't going to play the, nose tackle uh, for them. No. The big offensive lineman and for Wellington. Wellington, um, yeah, oh, Roberson, Trevor Roberson, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, could Tyreek Horn start at running back for Allen? I'm not. I feel like he, he has a size. could. He has yeah, Tyreek Horn. He's, is by a, the way, Tyrick I want to be. I want to be very clear. We're not speaking ill of any of Allen's current players. We're no. just talking about players who would no. up, are up to that caliber. Join, join the depth chart. Yes, yeah. yes. exactly. Yes. That's yes, right. yes, yes, yes. I think Tyreek Horn would for sure. Tyreek Horn. Winners. Could you see winners, 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 Yeah, the kid winners. from Burton who's committed. Yeah. He's committed to TCU. Yeah. So could, yeah. you, could you see Keyshawn Johns at, or Johnson at Fall City maybe okay. in a different position? Yeah. Probably not a quarterback. Uh, he's playing in the secondary. For right. D- DK right. Blaylock at New yeah, Deal. Yeah, D- DK Blaylock at New Deal. He's committed to Iowa State. He could play for Allen um, for sure. I feel like we're missing one other kid. I think there's probably a handful of like quarterbacks – yeah, sure. like the problem is that out like you got to oust Grant Tisdale. Right, that's the thing. I, I don't think they'd actually play quarterback, but I could see a lot of them playing other positions because Slot of how just how yeah. good a football player they are. Yeah, um, but there's yeah. more than you'd think. I guess is probably the yeah, answer. To yeah, this there's question. a few. Yeah, we, we the, big, I mean, the, big one, the big ones yeah. are Monty Brown, Tyreek Horn, Demontre Winters. I think those are the yeah. big names that. I agree. You know, it's other positions or something, they can easily make that. I agree. Play. Another another perfect example of like a guy who is like good enough of a football player to play for them is Parker McGrew at Munster. Yeah. yeah, Parker McGraw yeah. Munster is a great football certainly player. good enough player. Yeah, exactly. Right. Don't fly, like like Pan Terry Eagle. Gamble would love to have a player like Parker McGrew to just find a place to play him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, there's more than you think. Yes, yeah. The follow up to that, Aaron Flynn asked, "Could you pick a six A or could you pick a three A team to beat any six A team?" I mean, I think Newton, Newton could. I was about to say Newton that's, could this is the wrong year to ask A's. that because I think there Newton are some six A teams. Yeah, forty six six A teams. Yeah. yeah, you take yeah. the bottom forty six A. Yeah, Newton probably beats them. Yeah, a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, that's speed is speed, man. You yeah. can't teach it, you can't coach it. It just is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's next, Max? Let's see here. Jared Grimsley said, "Let's tempt fate and look ahead to second round. Mojo versus Lamar slash Arlington second round matchup. Who would you take in this hypothetical game?" Uh, so it would be it would be Lamar, right? Yeah, it'd be, be Lamar. D1. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Permian's interesting because Permian is a team that, for all we've talked about, they're outstanding playmakers offensively, like Peyton Powell and like Ed Williams. Um, their defense has been mostly good. It's been okay. Jack Dawson from Lamar is a pretty good quarterback. He 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 impressed me last night. He he makes plays. Let it, me let me put the, let me just put it this way. If I'm 
Jeff Ellison, the coach at Permian. Right? I got that right, right? You got it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Um, if I'm Jeff Ellison, I flip for home and home. So that's the thing, right? So la- uh, last I, year, I Permian, it, Permian got burned last year because yeah. they had to play at Martin, and it hurt them a little bit. But at the same token, Lamar got burned by it because they had to go to Midland and lost to Midland Lee last year. So yeah. does and it's interesting because Ellison's in his first year. We knew Blake Felt was a flip home and home guy. Yeah. Clint Hartman at Midland Lee is a flip home and home guy. Huh. We don't really know what Ellison, if he's going to say, ah, let's go to ACU and play in Abilene and just split the difference. So mm-hmm. I think Permian Lamar is a really close game. And, and I mean, I don't really have a good answer. I think it's a pick em game right now. There's yeah. not much difference between those two teams. I agree. I think, it's right. a, I think it's a fabulous game. Let's put, yeah. it, let me put it that way. What's next, Max? <laughs> I don't know what that was. Was that reluctance? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a reluctance. I'm gonna give Tepper an advocate in his uh, Temple stance. Your boy Lennon from that area says he says everyone is mischaracterizing this situation. He goes, they understand that Longview is in the path to a state title. That's the goal: get to a state title. You have two options: play Longview in Longview on their home field with their home crowd, with maybe a sketchy referee sit- situation. Tasso would never. No, and two, then Temple would never agree to a Longview chapter for that game. Two, play them four weeks later on a neutral f- neutral field with three weeks where anything can happen with injuries, depth, and things like that. Everyone in America would pick option two. Yeah. Hey, you know what? They're all cowards, Lennon. I in a vacuum, uh, absolutely. I, they would, I agree but I don't with everything he said into the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Because I do see the other side of it. I really yeah. do. I think if you're operating in a vacuum, absolutely. Yes. But we're not. I mean, not. there's there's a lot of other things at play here. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, Lennon makes a great point. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. want to go to Longview and play Longview in the first round. I if I'm going to play Longview, I want to play him in a neutral field. Yeah, exactly. neutral field. Uh, Colder weather, yeah. Uh, and the other thing, here's another thing I'll say about Longview. But I'm also probably not and, and throwing we, a game either. <laughs> yeah, we got we got we got we got to hustle. But I will just say this: Why you said we can just take as much time as we Longview want? Longview does not have the best history of performing when the lights get brightest, right? Valid. The lights the lights get brighter every week. And uh, to quote to quote the the philosopher Ron Washington. You never know what them booty holes going to do. <laughs> it's true. The last time Longview went ten and zero, lost in the first round of the playoffs. So, <sighs> what's <sighs> next, Max? I still, I, you're all cowards. Cowards, I say. I'm not cowards. Ruben Rios says there's probably a good reason why, but will we ever have Division One versus Division Two champions face each other to have one state champion each conference? No, they don't want to nope. play a seventeenth game. Yeah, that's a lot of games. Sixteenth. You guys, take away the guys. Go talk to. Go talk to um, people from other states and tell them that that state champions play sixteen games, and they will look at you like we're nuts. Sixteen yeah. is a ton of yep. high school football games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Max's favorite state, Oklahoma. They have in six A. They have three rounds of the playoffs. Yeah. Three eight eight teams make the pl- eight, eight teams make it. Yeah, I was having yeah. a conversation with a guy from like Massachusetts or something or Pennsylvania, and it was like their playoff thing is so nuts. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. New uh, Jersey, that's where it was. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Roy Page, good question. San Antonio Wagner closed out the regular season with over 600 points this year. Who holds the record for regular season points? Uh, was it that? Was it Alito's the bullying team? I think it was. I think yeah, it was that Alito yeah. bullying team. I would need yeah. to go and look it up. Uh, not, sure it's not, Alito. not Refurio. I think it was like Alito 20. The year they were, they were with all the fourth highest schools. Yeah. yeah. Alito 2012. They it would have been a realignment year. Yeah. They with just, Jonathan Gray, 2012. Yeah, they yeah. just destroyed everyone that year. Yeah. What's next, Max? 
Your boy Lennon with another one. It's been a couple years since we got an updated press box. Hashtag press box eats rankings from step. Oh, jeez. Oh. What's can your, we, can we get it like? off the top of his head? Top five from step. Uh, I mean, top five hasn't changed much. Uh, it's still El Paso Del Valle. Temple's got a great one, though. Um, Legacy and Katie is up there. Um, gosh. Palestine. Mm-hmm. And then I have to throw Tyler in because they brought me Stanley's this year. They did. They Ooh. brought you Stanley's barbecue, which I mean, is like a top five barbecue. Yeah, th- I'll tell you what. Uh, underrated this year was uh, Anna. They okay. had a bar- local barbecue joint. Nice. It was the full brisket sausage, green beans, mac and cheese, bread. Hmm. It was fantastic. It. So what's yeah, next, Max? Thursday night playoff game in Anna. Greg, let's go. Oh man, Como picked it in Collinsville. There you go. Cody Smith asks, <laughs> I, I, I I might be going to Gunner or play oh. wherever Gunner's playing okay. the first round game. Cody Smith just no, asks, uh, who wins De Leon versus San Saba? Rewind, Cody Smith. We already talked about this game. Yeah. Killing me. Tony Blaylock says some states are playing their state semifinals weekends. This yeah. is true. In Missouri, the saying is there's no place like the Dome for the holidays because they're talking about Thanksgiving. We say yeah. that here because wow. it's Christmas. Yeah. So they, um, that's the state championship. Because I also remember they have a weird thing uh, where yeah. my, my, my in-laws live in St. Louis, and there's a big rivalry game that they play on like Turkey Day. It's like they play a game on Thanksgiving between two arch rivals. That's yeah. normally just kind of a nonsense game, right? right. But if one of the teams, which is, tends to be really good, is in, still in the playoffs, like playing in the state championship game, they'll roll their JV out there against the varsity, and it's Jeez. a bloodbath. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Todd Gleaton asks, are, there 5A, are 5A and 6A the only ones that get home games for district champions, district first place? Yes. Yes, first and second uh, place. Uh, follow up to that, Brent Homan asked, "Will that ever change for smaller schools?" It's tough because of geography, right? Yeah. Is that the biggest geography? Issue? And I think the smaller schools like the reward of playing at a nicer stadium. A, bigger, a, right. a lot of the small schools have grass still. Later in the year, the grass is just not in good shape. So a lot of the smaller schools like the reward, not only the players but the the bands, the drill team, yeah. their community to play in a nicer stadium. In the exactly. Playoffs. Like yeah. uh, when we went to the game last week or last year, Weston McGregor. Like yes. it was a treat for both those teams to go play at Waco ISD, mm-hmm. which nice is stadium. a great stadium. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know, big video board. Stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, Eric Wilson, who are you taking? Gladewater or Tatum? And follow up from Michael Williams Ooh. Can we say Tatum is back if they take care of Gladewater? 100% yes yeah. on that, on the second question. Yeah. <sighs> I think I'm taking Gladewater. I still buy them. I think that they are. Um, I think that Tatum beat West Rusk when West Rusk was wounded, and um, and Gladewater beat uh, lost to them when they were fresh. Yeah. I would say that I'm going to go with Gladewater. I still believe Eli Carter, their running back, is awesome. Yes. I, I think in my preview, which you can read at TexasFootball.com, I went with uh, Gladewater in a close one. Like mm-hmm. All right. Next, Max. Maverick Cassidy, if the UIL gave you permission to broadcast Texas high school football games throughout the entire year, how would it be done? Gave uh, me? With technology? With very me. very well, so, hopefully. So, yeah. so that is one thing that I think that, that we talk about it a lot during the off season, but it's worth bringing up to a bigger yeah. audience here. Is that right now you cannot you cannot broadcast live Texas high school football games on Friday night. The UIL has made exceptions the last couple of years for Week One for Fox Sports Southwest uh, for, two games for Texas football days. Um, and from everything I've heard from the UIL and everything I've heard via Fox through the UIL, you know whatever, um, they're very happy with that, and that probably will continue. Uh, I know that they believe that it is inevitable that they're going to have to start letting game, some games be televised, but I think that they want to make sure that they do it in a pragmatic, prudent way that doesn't let that doesn't just throw open the doors to every Tom, Dick, and Harry to go out there and, and broadcast a game. They want to make sure that it is done in a way that is still up to the standards of the UIL. 
that's my mouthpiece moment. Go ahead and send me your email. Well, my follow-up to that is Aaron Flynn says this, and he could be wrong, but it's worth asking. He said, did anyone notice that Permian and Midland Lee is being streamed on Twitter tonight? I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, they maybe should audio be. stream. Yeah, maybe audio, an audio, audio stream. stream, yes. But I will tell you, if they are video streaming, that's against the rules. UIL. That is literally illegal. They, yeah. will, they will hear from the UIL, yes. I can yeah. guarantee you. That I'm going to write a letter to the yeah. UIL about yeah. Cease and desist yeah. sent quickly. All right, Max, let's do five minutes. We're going to go five minutes of overtime. Hey, the five minutes are on you. I got the questions. You got to get through them. Go. Tim Guzman asks, this is kind of forgotten in all this Temple talk. Any thoughts on the Belton Midway game? Yeah, huge game, right? Uh, Midway better not have the look-ahead letdown. Uh, because if or they better not, you know, th- because this Belton team is still pretty good. They're wounded without Connor Carruthers, their quarterback. Oh no! Just uh, this is part of the Friday Night Stripes game. Odessa Permian and Midland. Oh, Midland interesting. Okay. So it is. So it is being streamed. It's part of the Adidas. Ah, that's why. Okay. Well, we'll see what the UIL says. I still don't know if yeah. that's live. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway. They're promoting, they're promoting it like it's live. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Midway. I think they. I think they. They know what's on the line here. Uh, I think they take care of business um, at home. Right. This is in Midway in Hewitt. Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. I think they take care of business, and also Connor Crothers, a quarterback for Belton. If Crothers was playing, I'd probably pick Belton. But I'm going. Uh, yeah, I take Belton and to catch Midway on a letdown game. Maybe. Okay. Okay. What's next? Jeremy J. Meredith says Tepper. Yeah. Do you believe in Cujo in 581 after the game-winning hail mary in the final seconds last week against Poteet? Yeah, I do. Like well, what does that mean? Uh, the do I believe in them? What do you believe? What do you believe? What do I believe? You believe in them to do what? <sighs> Make the playoffs. Round two versus Lancaster is going to be tough. Uh, region two is a region two is a bear. Monstrous region. region two is a bear. Uh, I think round three versus they Lufkin? are a top three team in that region. I like them a lot. I think they've rounded into form. I think they had some early struggles, but I think that they are hot right now. I think that that is a team where confidence runs real hot and cold. And right now the confidence is hot, and when they're feeling it, they're really tough to beat. I like John Tyler a lot, Quinn but they got to take care of business at Sherman tonight or at home against Sherman tonight. Quinn Riggs says uh, it's a thirty-minute delay on the game, which explains it. That makes it okay. Okay, thirty-minute yeah. delay. There, there we go. go. That's yeah, so it's so after so thirty minutes after the game is over, you can watch it. It's the way it works. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Hector Rios, what makes a recruit five-star, four-star? Nonsense. Ask Greg yeah. Powers. Yeah, Greg Powers. You know, whatever someone's thinking this week. Uh, Rob Hadaway with a good question. He's also in our uh, fan pick him. Great win for Fossil Ridge last night against Geyer, but what's up with Geyer? Man, I don't know. Their offense runs real hot and cold. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're beat up. I think I think the Cobbs kid is not 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think Kedrick uh, Cobbs. Kedrick Cobbs, yeah. And I think Stowers is still – he's super talented, but he's a sophomore. And I think he's just – Young inconsistency of a sophomore quarterback. And by the way, they're at Flower Mound in the first round now. Yeah. And let me Flower tell Mound. you, man. It's not a walk. I like Flower Mound a lot. Yeah. I like the they're, way that they're, they, they're red hot. They're red hot, and they they play tough, man. They are a tough nosed team. And if they come out and they throw a punch at Geyer, I'm interested to see how they respond. Ishmael will vouch. My daughter called me celebrating that, that Fossil Ridge beat Geyer <laughs> in the middle of our game. She's oh like, "We're God. in the playoffs, Dad." It was a it was a great win for Fossil. It was. Congratulations, Coach Baccarini and company. How far will Canyon go in the playoffs? Ask Kevin Higginbotham. Who's this? Kevin Higginbotham. No, I mean, Canyon. Canyon. Yeah. Uh, I think they can win the region. I mean, they're, they're yeah, one, they're that one region. Of the, I think Hershey's the favorite, but mm-hmm. Canyon, Dumas, are, and, and Andrews kind of are in Springtown are kind of right there in that well, next And tier. remember, the other thing about this, something to keep in mind, is because that region is literally so small, like there are only 18 teams in that region, mm-hmm. um, as a result, you're going to get some teams that. Maybe not amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, it's going to be tough. The other thing is, I think they are pretty clearly. Eh, 
I think they're coming out of maybe the toughest town, top to bottom region, uh, district in that region. Oh, yeah, it's the best region. district in the region, uh, for sure. Between Canyon, Dumas, Hereford, and Pampa. Because Hershey, Springtown, Decatur is a nice one, two, three, but then there's a bit of a drop-off when you get down to Burke, Burnett, and yeah. Mineral Wells. And Andrews is kind of dominated District 2, and then District 1 is not really that great. It's like, uh, so. well, although, big game in Clint tonight. Mountain yeah. and Clint for the district Mountain title. Game. Yeah. Y'all need to shut up. Sorry. Roy Ferguson asked, how deep will Lorena go in the playoffs? Uh, you know, I have questions about them all of a sudden. They've, they started off real hot. Uh, I think I have them losing in the regional final. They've got, they've got, Ma- they've got Mejia tonight. They'll win that game. They'll win the district almost certainly. Well, yeah, they'll win the di- if they beat Mejia tonight. Um, and then, you know, at some point they're going to run into a team like Pleasant Grove or they're going to run into to a team like Pittsburgh. Uh, didn't Fairfield beat Lorena? Is that who, I, who, uh, who beat them? I can't remember. Who, no, I think Connolly. Connolly, 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 that was Connolly's surprising. Connolly, the baffling team. Yeah. Okay. Connolly's got a lot of speed, and that's one thing Pittsburgh will throw at Lorena is a yeah. ton of speed. Yeah, I think I think you're exactly right. What's next, Max? Tony Blalock says Schulenberg seems to be a play-in game every year tonight versus Ganado yet again. Yeah, it's amazing. That's funny. Every single year. Uh, yeah, they do. They get they get Ganado this week. I like Schulenberg in that. If one. you had to pick your your two state finalists in three AD one, Derek Moy asks, who would they be? Oh, God, um, you should check out our playoff bra- gra- graphics that'll be in, up later. In fairness, I think he's a Goliad fan. And look, if they can be healthy, I think we're all. If very Rocky Morris bullish. is back and Goliad's playing the way they, should, yeah. they can, I think I think it sounds like they're going to send him out this week. But that's fine. All right, my you pick are, would be Goliad and Childress. All right, you that's want me? That's my on the record. If, if Rocky Morris is healthy. Okay. Three, three D1 or 3D2? D1. D1. I'm mean, sorry. Goliad yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, I'll go Goliad Brock. Give me okay. Jefferson and Yoakum. Ooh. How about that? Let's Spicy. get weird. Let's get weird. You're just showing off. Okay. Robert Martinez. <laughs> Hondo versus Crystal City. Who wins? Oh, God. Uh, Hevelinus. I'm saying that because give of the me, Give alone. me Hondo. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably. Samuel de Leon says, tonight, Mansfield versus Grand Prairie, Saturday, Cy Falls versus Cy Ridge, and Sunday, the bar. Good plan, sir. <laughs> what a weekend. That's Good quite a weekend. Plan, Cy Fall, that's Cy Falls, Cy, is it Cy Falls, Cy Ridge? Yeah. That's got a chance to be a decent game. Yeah, yeah it does. Aaron Flynn says, will Judson make it out of Region 4? It's either them or Lake Travis, man. It's, it's, it's yeah. pretty much that Regional simple. final? Yeah. yeah. It's regional final. Regional yeah. final. Yeah. It seems like they're in a collision course. But again, keep an eye on like O'Connor. I'm just saying. Someone. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Aaron, uh, I think Bouget? Ass. How about Mid County Madness? We haven't talked about it at all, Madness. right? Weird, right? We talked uh, about it. Good write up in the preview. Show. I wrote yeah, about that in the yeah, that's preview. Right. Great game. Uh, I, anybody who's in range of that game are, doesn't need me convincing them to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. It's one of the. I think we named it the best rivalry in Texas. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Um, it's awesome. It's a blood feud. A Roman candles fired across the field in the middle of the game. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's and it's, it's got for everything. the district title, and you've got superstar power on both sides. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Go to this it's game. It's already sold out, so you can't get in. But listen to me. Quick picks. I'm on record with PNG. PNG. Uh, You're Nederland. Nederland. PNG. Yeah. Nederland. Oh, baby. Tony Blaylock says, any restaurant re- restaurant recommendations pre-gaming tonight in West? I mean, everyone's going to tell you Kalachi's, man. Yeah. Yeah, but Coach Woodard will tell you you got to go into town for the Kalachi. Well, I say, too. Uh, Everybody step, else says step don't know. on the highway. Step don't know. West doesn't about. have a lot of great no. Kalachi. Last question. Aaron Flynn says, what's your favorite obscure high school mascot? The correct answer is the Wampus Cats of Itasca. It's a good one. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay that general vicinity. Give me the Frost Polar Bears. Give me – you got one? Oh, man. Here you go. 
The Sharpstown Apollos. That's a good one. That's in a good Houston. One. Winter's Blizzard. Oh, my God. Tascawampus Cats. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. You're right. That is the correct answer. That's it. That's going to do for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Max Thompson, Matt Stepp, Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday for Bracket Breakdowns and our Veterans Day special on Texas Football Today. Thank you.